Hey, everybody. This is Scott Johnson from Extra Life Radio, and you're listening to Me and the Bean. Well, not me and the bean, but me me and the bean. But not really me. It's actually, his name is me. But anyway, it, me. Yeah. I'll figure it out on your own. You're listening to the Tripod Network. What's on? Just me and the bean. 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 Hello and welcome to Me and the Bean. I'm me. And I'm the bean. And this is show number... 41. One. <laughs> I forgot about the Baraan show, which was awesome. You guys were so good. Thanks, girl. You have just natural camaraderie and it was funny and I loved it. Well, I hope you guys liked it as well. Let us know what you thought. And also remember that you can check the bean out over at hometowntales.com. She sat in with Jean. It was fun. I was very nervous. And you can tell when you hear it. I'm like, uh, e, e, e. but it was it was great. He's really he's very good. Yeah. She didn't think she did well, but I thought she did great. So. <laughs> I, it's been a long time since I felt so nervous, but oh, well, still fun. It's it's sad that I can't do that anymore. You know, when I was we were first dating, I gave her those little nervous things. But now, you know, <laughs> her new crush is Brian and Jean do it. So they make me all a Twitter. Enjoy it while it lasts, guys. <laughs> She's mine. <laughs> and boy, do I have the belly to prove it. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, we almost had a baby yesterday. We almost had a baby yesterday. <laughs> False alarm. <laughs> Basically, it was coming, we think. And so we started walking, and the contractions kept happening. And the doctor said, oh, we don't want you to have this today, so stop walking and lay down and don't move. Yeah, which was okay, because I've been, obviously, if you can't tell, sick. So laying down was no no problem. <laughs> so the reason the doctors didn't want to have it, I don't think we've talked about this on the show, is that Max is breech right now. Yeah. So unfortunately, he's not going to be as smart as Evan, honey. <laughs> It's starting early. He just can't figure that flip around. I know. Poor guy. And Max, if you ever hear this, I'm totally kidding. Yeah. So we had some drama. Oh, but wait. Let's finish this real quick. So they did stop. So it may have been false labor. Yes. But it sure did feel real. And it felt real enough to remind me about how much fun contractions are. So now I'm like twice as nervous. And you got a little disappointed. I was. I was. I know that, you know, it'll happen when it needs to happen, but it's exciting to think, okay, we made it. Let's go. And then for it to, you know, subside, that's tough. But yeah, we'll get there. (laughs) So the doctors want to manually flip Max around, and it's called something I have no idea. I'll try and say it. An external cephaloversion. An ECV. They had it scheduled for us for Wednesday. Last week. We run into a problem because of our insurance company saying that they had to have it 30, 39 weeks, 38 weeks, 37? <laughs> I wish, 37. At 37 weeks, you can only have this. And so we're at 36. And but, a half. It was four days early. But since we have a history of big kids, the doctors wanted to do it now before the kid got too big to flip. Right. And our insurance company wouldn't buckle. Nope. Which is sad because, I mean. I do understand that they have to have parameters. They do have to set regulations about what they cover when and i i understand that but when your doctor calls 
and speaks with them and explains why. I don't know. I mean, the 20-year-old girl who's never had a baby that they're talking to on the other end, she's not going to be able to do anything, but it's very frustrating. Yeah, and it's frustrating how much money... Oh, yeah. I shill out to them every week. You lose a third of your paycheck to insurance. You missed half a day of work to go with me. We had to pay for gas because it's an hour each way to get to the hospital. It's ridiculous. And what happened, we got there and... Checked in. ...sat for about almost an hour. Yeah. 45 minutes. And then the doctors got out of delivery and came down and told us that the... They had talked to the insurance and the girl... <laughs> the the nurse that's inspiring confidence forgot to call me, and she of course blamed it on the doctor that the doctor was supposed to call me. I don't care who was supposed to call me; they both should have. You know? <laughs> yeah, but it was okay. I mean, another doctor came, and you could tell. I knew it right when he sat down and gave that little look into the distance. The bean says she didn't see it coming, but I saw it right when he did that. I was like, oh, the insurance company didn't buckle. Yeah, stinks. So we had to drive back. Oh, I was mad. And then I realized, you know, if that's the worst thing that happens, we, we'll be so lucky. So, so we got it rescheduled again this week. For an hour earlier. Oh, <laughs> so early. Yeah. And he's, I can tell he's bigger this week. I mean, I can't touch my toes and last week I could and whew, I'm just dreading it now. <laughs> dreading it. Ugh. Oh, well. Maybe he'll have turned. Maybe that's what all that was going on yesterday was him trying to turn around. We forgot about the real drama, though. You and the nurse. Oh, my gosh. That's right. The one who... Forgot to call you. Inspires confidence. Oh, she was such a dingbat. She works... Our office is multi... Oh, come on. What am I trying to say? Has several different locations. Their main branch being in Winston, which is our big city. So anyway, she I've never met her. She works down there. And she called me and she said, I'm sorry about the confusion today about your ECV. And um, now I'm calling you to schedule your C-section for next week. <laughs> the first time we've heard of anything like that. So I was like, uh, no, it's too early for that. We weren't going to do that yet. And she goes, oh, yes, Dr. Lindell told me your baby's deeply engaged in the pelvis and he's too big to turn around. And so we're just going to go ahead and schedule the section. <laughs> I had to sit down. I just broke out into a sweat. I was like, no, that's the exact opposite of what he told me yesterday. And she goes, well, hold on. I'll go talk to one of the other doctors and call you back. So about an hour later, she calls back. And of course, she blamed it on the doctor that there had been a miscommunication, which, you know, I think is so silly. You don't need to pa- you don't need to put blame on anybody. Just tell me that. Well, it's weird. She had detailed things like it's you know, really stuck in there and it's going to be too big to turn. And did she just make that up? I think she must have. And I'm going to tell Dr. Lindell because I think he needs to know that one of their nurses is doing that to people. Yeah. Not to complain about it personally, how it affected me, but just the fact that it just doesn't seem right to me. Anyway, so she was like, everything's cleared up. He said section and he meant ECV. So we've got your ECV scheduled, blah, blah, blah. So no C-section this week. Yay! (laughs) So we're really hoping that the baby can be turned and we can have it naturally. Yeah, y'all keep your fingers crossed for me. (laughs) I know from how we talk about my doctor meetings, it might sound like we're going to couples counseling, but we're not. No. And there's nothing wrong with couples counseling. I encourage anybody that's having problems to do it. But this is actually just... The doctor for me trying to find out if I have ADD or not. Which I can't tell what he thinks. And I don't think... We'll see. 
I mean, he keeps saying that you have signs of it, but he's never come out and said, yes, you have ADD and this is what you need to do. Yeah. But it's probably something you can't, you can't say this is what you need to do and this is how to fix it. So it's a long-term thing. You know, there's a lot of stuff I've got to do. Yeah. I've got to keep on my schedule. I've got to do this. i got to do that. He um, did recommend a book. He thinks that meditation or at least some form of quiet reflection time for you will help a lot. I wish we had that kundalini teacher down here that we had in Nashville. Sierra. Awesome. Yeah. I, I was so in shape back then. She could work your problems out of you, boy. Yes. <laughs> and anybody that thinks that yoga is like laying down and stretching. Which some of it is. Yeah, you've been going to the Y and doing that yoga. You need to go to a kundalini yoga class. It's hardcore. And get your butt stomped. It's the hardest workout I've ever been through. It was harder than PE or weight training or, or calisthenics. It's, whoa. I definitely need it because I'm at the heaviest I've ever been. And the problem is with me is I gain it in my face. So my neck, I look much bigger than I am. Like I take my shirt off and, you know, I'm not felt like I was when we first got together. But <laughs> You're very sexy, baby. I'm nowhere near as big as you would think how my face looks. And I want to get all slim for the expo. So all the podcasters will think I'm a handsome dude. Chick magnet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just no, what I want. I'll be sure to help you with that. I need to do it because of I have sleep apnea when yeah. I have this weight on and it's come back. So I need to lose it again. So two weeks ago, I stopped drinking Coke again, any form, non-caffeine or caffeine. And then it's just gotten too much. This stuff's hugely addictive for me at least. And the problem is I don't drink just one. I drink, you know, five or six a day. Yeah. Cans. It's true. So luckily, the last two days I have drunk a Coke, but no, today I didn't drink any. That's right. But I've only drunk one on that day. Yeah. So I've been handling it good. So hopefully I'm going to do that. And then once Max comes, me and the Bean's going to work out together and try to get back down to what we were. Thank goodness. You know, something about gaining so much weight with being pregnant, I cannot imagine being this heavy all the time. Like, I cannot, I can't get around. I can't do anything. And yeah. it's not just this giant belly. It's like the weight in my legs and, ugh, just oh, it makes it so hard. Yeah. So, yay. Yay for exercise. <laughs> <laughs> if yay I can for, just tell my brain that. Yay for not eating 10 pounds of sugar every day. <laughs> it's what this baby seems to need. Oh, boy. It'll be fun. I like exercising with you. Remember when we used to wake up extra early and exercise to the oxygen channel yoga? Yeah. That guy was pretty intense. Yeah. He was good. It was so early. Yeah. And then they took it off. One morning we got all set up to do it and, and Debbie Travis's even. painted house was on. And I was like, what? Like, who's going to watch that at six in the morning? The yoga was cool. Yeah. There was a purpose behind it. Ridiculous. It might not have been them, though. Maybe he stopped. They could have got somebody else, though. I mean, I just don't see the point. But, you know, I'm not a network executive, so. (laughs) What else do we do? I think that's about it. I laid in bed for three days. The bean's been sick. Oh, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And the mothers-to-be. Correct. (laughs) It's it's a glorious day. Evan kept telling me happy Mother's Day. And he painted a, a heart and um, put his little handprint on it. It's a very sweet, very sweet gift. We called your mom on the phone this morning, he and I. And I said, okay, tell Nana happy Mother's Day. And he goes, but it's not her Mother's Day. It's <laughs> you Mother's Day. <laughs> sweet. We were talking earlier, and 
I was telling him, you know, I had to go to work. Me and him has been playing for the last three days together, nonstop. So he's, we've just been having a great time drawing superheroes and doing all kinds of stuff. And did you see how exhausted he was today? Yeah. You have worn that little child out. <laughs> and so we were getting him ready for bed. And I said, oh, I got to go to work tomorrow. And he was like, why? Well, who's going to play with me? I said, well, you're going to have to play by yourself tomorrow. And he hasn't really had to do a lot of that. He does it, but he usually, you know, me or Amanda will be there to watch him, which is what he mostly wants to, us to do when we're playing. But I said, you got to play by yourself because, you know, Max is almost going to come and your mom really can't do anything. And he and I said, but, you know, once Max comes and we get settled again, you know, we'll all get to play like we used to. And he said, and then we'll all love each other again. I was like, man, where does that come from? He can just melt your heart. I was like, no, we still all love each other. That hasn't changed. He's at that age where he thinks if you raise your voice that you oh, don't that's love what he him. Said. He said, then why do you get mad at me? And I was just like, oh, it hurt deep inside. <laughs> he's so neat, though. Gosh, he's just turning into this little boy. Just, oh, I can't explain it. It's just amazing to see the difference in him from month to month, how he grows up and, oh, I'm tired. Sorry, go ahead. And, yeah, it's something I've got to realize is, just, you know, even though he does seem older, he is three. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I really have to watch what movies I let him watch, me and him. Yes. And Kelly from The Nobodies was talking about this, her and Jason. But I don't let the movies they were talking about. It's more like just a step up. It, but, I mean, because we watch Star Wars and... Star Wars is okay. I don't let him watch the last one. New. No. Where Anakin turns into Darth Vader. He watches the Harry Potters, but he hadn't saw the the very newest one, which is the scariest. The Goblet of Fire. And today we watched the X-Men. And watching it today, I did think I went, maybe went a little bit too far. Like, maybe he shouldn't have watched that. He really seemed to like it, though. Oh, he loved it. There was a couple parts, but luckily, how he does with movies, he went in the other room and was playing with his toys, and then he'd come back in and watch some. And luckily, he was out of the room during those parts, but I was sort of like, uh, you, you might have went too far with this one, so. I don't think I'll let him watch X-Men 2 yet, or any of that. No. Because I looked at the rating, it was like PG-13, I was like, yeah. he's three. Well, you know, even movies like The Wild, I think it was rated PG, not G. Because of the wildebeest scene mm-hmm. in the volcano and the fire and the yeah. yelling. And that bothers him. He still talks about it. He did, it, it was scary for him. He didn't like it. So We're going back to all G movies, people. <laughs> well, you know, we've got Power Rangers on one hand and I don't know. Max and Ruby on the other. Max and Ruby. Yeah, exactly. And I think you have a hard time tolerating the, the genuinely cut out for preschool viewers only shows more than i do maybe i think before i did but i think now that i went and got my sketch pad and started up drawing again yeah and me and him's drawing the characters on the tv it's a lot easier for me because yeah. i can do something while we're watching it mm-hmm. because i'm not a good artist by any stretch of the imagination oh i think you are well no my only ability is i can see something and draw it no, I'm, I'm talking about, but I, I don't have my own style. Oh. Like, you know, we talk about Lynn from Jawbone and Scott from Extra Life. You know, they've created, just like I do with music. Now, with my songs, I have my own style. Okay, I see I your worked point. hard and developed my style, even though it was built and influenced by all the CDs I have stored there. It's you. And certain things I do is specific to me. When you play. Yeah, like the guy I recorded with a lot in Atlanta, his name's Bruce, Bruce Bell. He could hear a song and say, okay, that's a Chad song. 
Oh, and don't forget mentioning cool artists, our, our creative ice cream friend. Ben from Ice Cream Sandwich Radio. Yeah. His robots are awesome. And his pirate bunnies. <gasps> Love the bunnies. Yeah. Especially fondness for bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> so with art, I never took it that far and got my own style. So I can basically, you know. You can break out shapes and lines and make them look like what they look like. Yeah, unless it's like superheroes now. I can't do that yet. It, it would take me a while to get back into that. Reading my George, I forgot his last name, the anatomy books. Yes. Me and Matt used to draw from him all the time. And he's going to send me an email saying, George, this. <laughs> But I wanted to ask Scott and, and Lynn, if you guys recognize this guy, send me an email. It was a person that would come to a lot of the Beans family charity functions. His uh, name was Jackson. Jackson Geist, baby. He draws Superman comics. Does he really draw Superman comics, though? Yeah. So if you know him, the Bean knows him, Scott well, and Lynn. I met him twice. <laughs> <laughs> we have two of his portraits, Superman portraits. But your grandfather could hook us up if need be. I guess. Or Bill. Bill, yeah, I don't know if he comes to functions anymore or not, but... So if he really is a famous person, let me know, because I can, I can hook you up. The least I can do <laughs> for you guys hooking me up with World of Warcraft. Yeah, again, thanks, guys. I've been very good. He's been... You've been awesome. I just... I really... It's the best Mother's Day gift you could have given me, um, is just being here and taking care of the boy and... I thought you was going to say World of Warcraft. I was like, what? Where is that coming from? No, you really stepped up. These past three days have just been a fog for me, and, and you've just really taken care of us. Thank you. And the Bean didn't hear the voicemails because she's been sick and everything um, that I played on the show with me and Brian, but Squid from Fat Hobo Show sent an email, I mean, a voicemail saying, you will never see me again. <laughs> I did hear that voicemail. Oh, I listened right. to your show. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I can understand how people get severely addicted to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like drugs. Mm-hmm. And it, all it is is, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a really cool game. It's really well made. Like some of the problems i had with games in the past the mmorpg or whatever you say it that i had problems with it was fixed in this game so it's just i love it and my brother's mad he's like i know you know these podcaster guys but i've been trying to get you on rf online you won't even play with your own brother oh ouch i was like that's a grinder game though that's and a, it's more of a mech game. What's a grinder game? You basically have to sit there and fight monster after monster after monster after monster after monster, after monster to gain levels. And World of Warcraft is known for, at the beginning, being able to gain your levels a lot easier than other games. They get you addicted. They get you hooked. But uh, but RF Online is more of a mech-based game. So What does RF Online stand for? I have no clue. But mech is, you know, like all those Japanese things with little people jumping those huge robots and go around and fight each other. Like the Power Rangers do. That's a mech. Okay. Mechazoid. That's what they call it. <laughs> You're just completely talking on a different level now. I'm like, okay. And probably for the rest of our <laughs> listeners, too, so I'll shut up about that. <laughs> well, I did it to myself like that, though, but that does end another Me and the Bean. Aw. Well, all right, then. Remember, you can reach us on the web at meandthebean.com. Or send us an email. At meandthebean at podcastrant.com. Or voicemail. 336-283-0576. Until next time, see ya. Bye. Voicemails and promos. Coming up, coming up, coming up. Voicemails and promos. You be up on a mix. Voicemails and promos.
hey guys, this is Charles the Mostly New. Chad, I couldn't help but call in to help you pronounce that city in Texas. It's Rowlett. Anyway, talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Hey there, this is Frosty, and I wanted to do a little short promo for It Radio. Uh, we have uh, our little RPS It Radio Intercontinental Championship Challenge, and what it is is that it's RPS, Rock, Paper, Scissors. All you need to do is send five hands, that's either paper or scissors, five hands to the email title, that's T-I-T-L-E, at turkeyband.com, and we'll put you in the the little, you know, rotating thing there, and uh, or we'll put you in our rotating line, and uh, we'll uh, have you play and, and challenge our champion. Uh, currently, our champion is a guy by the name of Ultimo from England. So, anyway, uh, yeah, you can check out more information at our website at itradio.turkeyland.com. Are you looking for wholesome, witty banter from the cornfields? Is it the Midwest part that's angering me? That- I don't know why this is angering you. Who cares? Midwest slice of life you all need in your boring nine-to-five lives. You know holla back, girl, okay? White boy Roy over here. It's the Red Boy Podcast featuring Absolute Amy. Podcast gone wild. Lift your shirt. I thought this was supposed to be wholesome Midwestern fun. It looks good, though, when you play with it. It's Red Boy and Absolute Amy, a couple podcasting almost live from a dining room somewhere in central Illinois. To get all the information you'll ever need, go to redboypodcast.com. I'm going to do an American Idol update. Give me another beer and I'll sing some hairband music for you. Try getting that on your morning radio. Well, speaking of things I'm missing... Um, your hair? <laughs> Sir. Come check out the podcast, Red Boy featuring Absolute Amy at redboypodcast.com. So check us out. We'll check you out, checking us out. I need the sun. Because I'm that big of a geek. What's up, girl? Oh, boy. I'll just be glad. I need, like, a tropical island vacation. Except I can't go anywhere, so it needs to come to me. <laughs> Listeners, make that happen. <laughs> well, this week's Jonathan Colton song is going to be one that he put on his thing a week, uh, number 21, and it's called Chiron Beta Prime. Corner. 
corner there's a giant metal Santa Claus Who watches over us with glowing red eyes They carry weapons and they know if you've been bad or good Not everybody's good but everyone tries And the rocks outside the airlock Exude ammonia scented snow It's like a winter wonderland Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime Where we're working in a mine For our robot overlords Did I say overlords? I meant protectors Merry Christmas From Chiron Beta Prime Rejected. Now it's time for Christmas dinner. I think the robot sent us a pie. You know I love my soil and green. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. Where we're working in a mine for our robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. The Tripod Network, what's on? <laughs> 